Oak City Move is a podcast on 88.1 WKNC, highlighting people creating positive change in the triangle and beyond. Oak City Move can be heard on air every Monday from 5 to 7 p.m. on 88.1 WKNC or online at wknc.org listen. For episodes and more information, go to our blog at blog.wknc.org or follow us on SoundCloud at WKNC881. 88.1 WKNC. That song you just heard was called Stellar by Jamila Woods. My name's Sarah. My name's Janae. And you're listening to the Oak City Move, a weekly program here on WKNC. So we have Lexi here with us from FarmHer. Hey, Lexi. Hey, guys. So, Lexi, will you tell us a little bit about yourself and the organization that you work for? Yeah, I come from Iowa. So the East Coast, um, I'm wearing flip-flops today because to me, it's beautiful outside. <laughs> <laughs> We've had snow and lots of it. Uh, but FarmHer is all about shining a light on women in agriculture. And we were started about five years ago. So how did it get started? Like, where are you one of the founding members? And what was just the story with that? Margie Geiler Alanese is our founder and president, and she is my boss. And about five years ago in 2013, actually during the Super Bowl, there was a commercial that came out by Dodge Trucks, and it showed agriculture in a beautiful way. And after that commercial was done, someone asked the question in a local newspaper in Iowa that where were the women and how many women were in this two-minute commercial? And the answer was there's about four and about 70 men. And that ratio is not reality in the agriculture industry. And Margie had just left her job in corporate agriculture to find something else to do that kind of filled her filled her bucket or filled her glass that she was passionate about. And with a background in photography, she picked back up her camera and started going to farms and photographing women. And everything started from those pictures because they were beautiful and different and they showed the truth. Wow, that's really yeah, cool. That's a really like interesting origin story. There's a narrative work there. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. That's just so like I feel yeah. like you can make a documentary about this or really like, easily. You know those little Facebook videos that are like tell you like in a minute about something and it's like all <gasps> That's started a great when, idea. Yeah. So we've had that's exactly kind of what happened yeah. is um, Marty started sharing her pictures and then everyone loved them mm-hmm. and press like she was featured in Oprah Magazine. Wow. And in the Huffington Post and on Upworthy. Whoa. These, and it's all because these pictures are amazing and the story is amazing. And Margie just took this leap of faith and it's like, I want to be happy with my life. And then she's kind of brought a whole team along the way mm-hmm. that it's really empowering. And when I heard this story, I knew right away that I wanted to be a part of it. And that the that minute, you know, I, I knew I wanted to work for Farm Her. And then I was hired as the intern as I was a student mm-hmm. um, in college. And then I wouldn't let her let me leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now I'm a full-time uh, employee with FarmHer and also my coworker. Oh, there's three of us. We have a team of three. And she, I think, feels the same way. We just all <laughs> tag along on this awesome journey. That's awesome. And, and yeah, go ahead. And um, you said you're from Iowa. Is yeah. the organization based out of Iowa? We are. We're based in central Iowa. And uh, what brings you to North Carolina then? Yeah. So part of my journey with FarmHer, when I was a student, I was challenged to do something. And when I thought about what would help me in my career, I wanted to have the opportunity to meet in like people in the industry, uh, awesome professionals. And I knew I was going to work for FarmHer. So I thought, why don't we connect 
students who are women with women who are really awesome in their jobs and are also, they all have the same passion of agriculture. So we started these events called Grow by Farm Her and we did one in Iowa and it went over really well. And then more people wanted them across the country. And then that's why we're here because we brought that event here to NC State. And so what happens at these events Grow by Farm Her? Mm -hmm. The events are all designed to connect and inspire young women in agriculture. So we have keynote speakers, uh, one's here right now, and she's a farmer, mom, and food blogger from Iowa. She's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we have a workshop that focuses on goals and leadership. And she is a agency owner and a life coach from Ohio that also has an agriculture background. And then we have a panel of awesome ladies, actually uh, an employee here at NC State will sit on the panel tomorrow. Okay. And That's so cool. yeah, a lot of talking and laughter and um, networking. Awesome. And so what is your personal connection to agriculture? I'm the sixth generation on my family's farm and we raise pigs, cattle, corn, and soybeans. So I grew up, um, I mean, I, I, agriculture was in my blood before I was even born and grew up uh, working the animals and sitting in the field in the tractor and uh, it kind of has become a passion of mine. That's really cute. That's like yeah. also like adds to the narrative. It's like such a like really nice picture of like <laughs> yeah. a little girl like helping out like her parents. That's so sweet. Oh yeah. And now it's it's kind of addicting. Like my family did a very good job of including me on the farm when mm -hmm. I was little. So now I can't not be there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you grew up kind of without any like I'm not sure about the culture within farming or if there is a unified culture, yeah. but it seems like your family really encouraged you like gender blind to do the same things as everybody else. And it wasn't really like you're a girl farmer or you're a girl in camp farm, would you say? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a fun fact to farm her and why I'm also so passionate about it is because I have three younger sisters. Mm -hmm. So as generation number six, like there's going to be number seven and number eight and number nine. And my family, it was never that my parents wanted a son to carry on the farm. Like that wasn't ever brought up and if you ask my dad it does not go over well because that's kind of offensive because we can do it and we're going to do it and that's exactly how I was raised it was it wasn't your gender you just had to work hard and I feel like that's kind of takes away from one of the stereotypes like I feel like this or whole organization in this conversation kind of is a testament to like breaking stereotypes around farming and agriculture yeah because there's like kind of this stereotype about people that are farmers like you know they're like less educated or like less open-minded to kind of those stereotypes but I mean hear your story and is this like a common thing I guess yeah. with other farming communities that you've met in terms of like non-gender discrimination on the farm oh absolutely and it's just farming like most or like some jobs mm -hmm. males have done it's it's required like hard heavy work uh but now there's so much technology and farming is really you have to be smart yeah. in order to make it. You can't just you can't just go out and plow a field. Like there is mm -hmm. there's logic behind everything that's yeah. done to raising food. So, yeah, gender doesn't matter and that is true. The uh, the reality in America is that 30% of farms are owned and operated by women. Oh. So, 70% are still male, but it's we're stronger together and mm -hmm. there's gender 
And there may even be and that's women. just ownership, not even yeah. just ter- yeah. in terms of... Oh, yeah. and like, it sounds like, I don't count on my farm, but I'm still there. Yeah, and you're yeah. like a member of that Yeah, community. yeah. and that's important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it sounds it. really like you guys are bringing the reality of what the agricultural world looks like to the forefront. It sounds like it's not necessarily just about fighting for more roles for women. It sounds like there are more roles for women than I ever would have realized and that yes. people who aren't familiar with farming just think, oh like man's job and you just took the words right out of my (laughs) mouth yeah and that's exactly it it's not women have always been there and we'd never take away from the guys we just highlight roles that have always been there for sure and it's a different perspective which makes it interesting yeah and so I know you talked about in the beginning how your founder like kind of went out to actual farms like took pictures of women in the field where what was kind of the response from people like actually doing this work, like the women and the men, like kind of what was the response when this project first started and still to today? Ooh, I might have to ask her like exact (sighs) question um, because that's really interesting. Um, From what I've seen from like the second party who's Mm -hmm. been able to, to be around those pictures and being around those women with her, women feel empowered by it. And they look at those pictures and think, you know, I'm not wearing makeup and my hair is not done but I'm feeding the world yeah. and it's like what I do is important. Yeah. And we have pictures of men and women and mm-hmm. men will look at that or they'll look at their daughters or their wives and um, there's a sense of pride there yeah. and there's a sense of empowerment and you just feel kind of awesome. That's really cool. 88.1 WKNC. That song you just heard was called In the Meadow by Twin Peaks. My name's Sarah. My name's Janae. And we're here with Lexi from Farm Her. How you doing, Lexi? Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And for before the break, we kind of talked a little bit about what FarmHer is, what they do. So could you give a quick recap of what the organization is for people who are just tuning in? FarmHer shines a light on women in agriculture. And we do that through images, television, radio, and events. Awesome. And so while we were on break, um, we the three of us were kind of talking about, you know, the different stereotypes that surround people in agriculture and how that's such a widespread thing like across the world so like I was talking a little bit about like my background in the Middle East even though like that culture is totally different from Western culture there still is this image of like the person from a rural area being less educated and talking in a different manner you know and being less civilized I guess but obviously I mean that's not true but it's just weird that that's such a widespread conception like the absurdity of the fact that the people who make food for everybody else being universally looked down on is insane because like that's a job that's so necessary and yet it's viewed as something lesser. Yeah. And you were saying, what was the statistic you said, like the percentage of farmers versus like the people that are being fed? Yeah. And in the United States, 1% of the population is involved in agriculture. Mm -hmm. So 1% is feeding 99% as well as United States leads agriculture in many parts of the world and and exports a lot of food. Uh, so there's just not many people in agriculture out there, but it is mm-hmm. so important. For sure. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit about how even with 1% of people in agriculture and that being still a fairly big amount of the population, most people don't really think about food beyond the grocery store, except maybe in terms of like organic food. But most people's concept of food is like it comes from where the food is currently housed and don't really know or think about farming on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why I love what we do with Farm Her because those pictures that Margie takes on the farm, they 
they connect you to the land and they connect you to the basis of it. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty to look at. Like it's a beautiful, not always like there's dirt turns to mud and you know, it can get dirty, um, but the whole concept of raising and feeding and food, it's, it's just a really interesting concept. It's like beautiful in its own right. I guess you would say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it's really interesting too. like, I guess looking at the mediums you guys use and those are very modern but whereas like farming and agriculture is something that's been done like since the beginning of time yes you know so putting those two together it just makes these connections even better you're right like you found us on facebook yes exactly. and i love that because i do communications for a farmer mm-hmm. so uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so you probably made that Facebook event, yeah. honestly. Like I did, so thank you. Yeah, so <laughs> see, connecting That's awesome. people. Yeah, and so what again are you doing here at NC State? Yeah, tomorrow we have an event called Grow by Farm Her, and this will be the ninth event that we've had across the country, and we've been in six different states. And we will have close to 200 women in the Tally Student Union tomorrow. Yeah. And we are talking about ag, we are connecting with each other, and we're really getting that inspiration and empowerment that we want and need to take on the world. Awesome. And so what are your some of your favorite stories, I guess, within Ooh. you know the travels that you've done, um, just your time with, with Farm Her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we talked just a little bit ago that I have three sisters, and you mm-hmm. asked, like, on the farm, it probably wasn't gender-specific, like, whether you're a girl or a boy, we're just going out to work. And this fall I was in Georgia and there was a girl that had two sisters and she had came back to take over the family farm. And Mm -hmm. her dad started tearing up when he was telling me how proud he was. And then I started tearing up and that it connected directly to my life. And they raised uh, cotton and peanuts, two crops I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. And I had never been to Southern Georgia, but the the connection between all of this and and family and friends and passion that's what like hit me hard and it was a really cool experience for me and i love like to like the mention of like the relationship between fathers and daughters like i think that's just something that media in general doesn't really emphasize enough because it's kind of like these relationships usually with parents it's more like mother and daughter kind of relationships but having this like family business and this really big responsibility passed down from a father to a daughter, I think is really, I don't know, it's just really heartwarming to think about and really sweet. Yeah. I think um, getting back to what you said about like the Super Bowl ad where there were like four women out of like 70 or so men compared, like the media is largely responsible for most of our interpretation of farmers Mm -hmm. because farmers voices aren't really heard or shared very much. So yeah, the media framing it as like man's work kind of is the only interpretation that we get. Yeah. And it seems like universally it's like not even like, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's just (laughs) not like not the case, but also like not even like, oh, you're pretty good for a woman. Like it sounds like every, like we're hearing all of these stories of like fathers being so proud of their daughters Mm -hmm. and like never even thinking like, oh, I wish I had a son to do this like boy farming. (laughs) Right. No, yeah. you're, you kind of just gave me goosebumps, to be honest <laughs> with you, because that's, that's exactly what we show up farm her, and that's exactly what my goal is. And with. that just, like, yeah. disproves, like, a lot of the, because, st- like, yeah. like, the stereotype, another stereotype, too, just about, like, people from those communities is, like, 
because you know they're less educated like this is obviously like me phrasing stereotypes not what i think but <laughs> yeah just to be clear because sometimes yeah. people like listen and they'll be like oh you said this and it, just to clarify but um <laughs> just like the idea that you know they'd be more inclined to be sex or something like that like it's the total opposite because they're yeah. you know giving their daughters these tools to be self-sufficient and to you know take care of themselves and like the rest of the united states essentially <laughs> yeah so I, I don't know it just it's like the like down with the meat down with the man like you know just <laughs> and like that's what makes it so interesting oh, for people like i mean i'm always glad when we interview people who just do something that i don't know anything about because mm-hmm. it's so interesting but like i know nothing about farming um i like my thoughts on farming are very little because i have so little information but like because there's this narrative behind it it like really attaches to anybody who's ever been told that they can't do something or not been seen for what they are doing yeah well, and I think something that goes through my head when we talk about all this is who cares what people think of you and who cares really what you are? Like, just be the best you can be. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what my goes through my head. And when I'm when I'm down on something or if someone says a stupid comment, it's like, no, nope, yeah. I'm cool. I'm good. <laughs> Focus on me. Do the best that I can. And it'll be fine yeah, in the end. For and sure. That's when, when we talk about stereotypes or anything in the world. People would just focus on them being themselves and being really good at being them. You'd probably not have some issues out there. Yeah. And so what is the future of Farm Her looking at, I guess, in like long term for, you know, their events and just spreading the word, I guess? Yeah. Well, I am so blessed and lucky that I get to work at the company I get mm-hmm. to with the people I get to work with. Uh, So I mentioned there's a team of three. We're going to continue to grow that with awesome people on our team. And then we're going to keep growing, which I always laugh because our events for young women are called grow. Yeah. So ha ha. (laughs) (laughs) But we want to continue to take those to different states. Like we're here in North Carolina today Mm -hmm. and a different colleges and cities across the country. And then also uh, we're, we, our TV show Mm -hmm. is, out every week and that will continue to hit different states okay. as well as the radio show talk to different people from all over the place Sweet. and I so mean, are, are sorry either, go ahead oh, are either of those accessible for people who are listening and interested yes uh the tv show is on the cable tv network rfd tv and you can find your local listing at rfdtv.com and then the radio show is on sirius xm rural radio 147 is the channel and we also put that out as a podcast. So you can search Farm Her and you'll be able to find all the interviews of women in agriculture that we've been able to highlight. And so what are some of the things that you guys do? You mentioned you do uh, interviews with women in agriculture, but uh, is that the same format that you guys do on the TV show or what do you cover with that? Yeah, the TV show just has the visuals behind mm-hmm. it. And um, so what- like video vignettes of the pictures kind of absolutely and and the film crew goes out so they have these amazing they have a drone oh they have these gosh. amazing different shots and and they have a little camera that sits inside the truck so when oh, they're yeah. going to do chores you got that view and mm-hmm. and they got their their big cameras of the interview and stuff and and the visuals are amazing there on the farm you can really get a feel and then the radio show is more like the conversations we're having today like let's talk hot topics and uh, let's talk about awesome things that women are doing out there to inspire each other type of thing. For sure. And so what are some of your favorite episodes slash interviews that 
you've seen through these two mediums? Mm. My favorite interview, we actually just recorded one for the radio and mm-hmm. it was um, the Farmher team of us three and then actually Kristen Clark, who's a speaker tomorrow okay and we that will kick off on march for women's history month oh that's awesome so we threw in like do you know the chocolate chip cookie was invented by a woman oh yeah like the the woman like the nestle tall house lady that was her yeah oh we didn't look that's awesome yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm pretty sure <laughs> like it was something to do with nestle tall house like i think that's yeah i think that makes total sense her. yeah 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 so we talk all about that and yeah. like the you know who was the first woman governor and that when women got the right to vote and just all about women's history mm-hmm. uh, so that was my favorite radio my favorite tv episode is uh her name's miss iris is what uh they call her in her town and she is around 80 years old oh, wow. and runs a cattle herd and she's a hoot um and she lives in florida oh, that's so awesome. every time i watch that i just crack up because if i could be like her someday I would be very happy. Oh, that's so cute. I'm yeah. just like envisioning like this old lady yeah. who's like mm-hmm. not taking anyone's, you know, I want to say a word that I'm not allowed to say, but you know, <laughs> um, you know, just, I don't know. It's just really cool. Cause like that also just proves the idea. It's not like a new revolutionary idea no. for a woman to, like she's 80 yeah. years old. I mean, yeah. she obviously like grew up like, you know, a long time ago. Like, so she was started really young, like before, you know, the whole, um, before like conversations around like, sexual uh sorry not sexuality that's not what i'm trying to say around sexism and things like that were super prominent the way they are today um and that's just kind of her reality like what she's been doing her whole life and she doesn't and her husband actually passed away and people i remember saying um and this is just all from what i watched in the club but of people wanted her to sell her farm and sell her ranch and get rid of the cattle and and she um quoted my kids just lost their husband. They're not, or my, their dad, they're not (laughs) going to lose their mom too. And she like put her, you know, put her feet down down and, and just kept doing what she knew. And now she's got grandkids and hired hands and, and all these cattle in um, in Southern Florida. That's awesome. And just talking about what you were saying, just like the general idea of like women's history, like, so for example, on this campus, like we didn't have our first female student body president until around the 1970s, I believe. And she was a write-in. Like, she only, like, she wasn't allowed um, or, like, didn't run, per se, but, like, people just wrote in her name. And we had our first student body vice president that was female, or, like, only this academic year, which is... Is this uh, our first, like, uh, team of two women? Yeah, yeah, this is our first team of two women. Um, and then, like, first, like, Latinx women to be, like, student body president awesome. and vice president. Yeah. yeah. Which well, is, in Iowa... Yeah. We just got our first female governor wow. this year. And then we, right after that in October, um, we got our first Iowa State, the Iowa State like, president mm-hmm. is a woman. Oh, that's so awesome. And she's awesome. They're yeah. both awesome. Yeah. And um, actually they both really support Farm Her too, which oh, we that's so love. Cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> so bringing cool. it full circle. <laughs> it is, but, and and everyone has their strengths in that leadership, mm-hmm. no matter what gender. But women bring a different perspective they do. that we've never been able to have before, yeah. before now. Because and they awesome. understand that they're, kind of, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, you said that they're both um, like big supporters of farmer. Um, I'm assuming Iowa itself is like a pretty big farming community. Does yeah. it sound like everyone in the state kind of is familiar with farmer on some level because um, of that? I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But really, we... Uh, 
Yeah, we do a lot in Iowa because we're there. So we've had events there. And we, at the Iowa State Fair, we have a big display right by, actually, we have something called the Butter Cow. Oh, it, <laughs> wait, I've seen <laughs> this. Have you? I've I have. seen a picture of this. Yeah. Yes. Ted Cruz Ted took Cruz a picture with, with the Butter it. Cow. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that. That's that Butter Cow? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, so we have, oh, like, our wait, farm, her Iowa booth right next sense. to the Butter Cow. Oh, wow. And um, we've just <laughs> been able to share farm herb with a lot of people mm-hmm. and Iowa has kind of really well obviously I love it because we live there and yeah. uh, so do my co-workers and we've been lucky that they've kind of latched on and really supported the movement um, so Wendy Winter seen the president yeah. and then Kim Reynolds the governor we've had interactions with them and that's awesome um, yeah Wendy's spoken they both have spoken at events before that's like so the cool. one we're having tomorrow yeah and okay so this just made me think of something this is like I don't know if this is right now, but it's because of your background in Iowa. Even though Iowa's like known for corn, right? Oh yeah, that, that's a thing, right? Okay, I didn't know <laughs> if I had just lot. like made that up, but I don't know. I just needed information. <laughs> no, you're good about this corn, but um, just the idea that it's taken so long for us to get women in these like positions, mm-hmm. it's kind of sad, but also it just like means that we're doing something right, yeah, or that these these women are doing something right, like you know they're. Like like the woman, um, Miss Iris, Miss Iris, I think her name was yeah. from the. But you know, they're just kind of like putting their foot down and saying like, you know, like nobody else has done it before, but it's it's okay. Like it doesn't mean I can't do it. Which is Absolutely, really cool. and mm. it takes a, a team, and it takes support, mm-hmm. and it takes people, men and women. Yeah. Um. So, that goes back to like the surround yourself with good people. Yeah. Yeah. That's like true. And going to NC State, like I definitely still don't know anything about agriculture personally, mm-hmm. but um, like it makes me think a little bit more about agriculture because we're in ag school. Yeah. And you, like you said, Southern Florida and Iowa, like it really makes me think about the fact that like there's no one like farm country, like there's yeah. farms everywhere and we just don't really engage with them. Mm-hmm. Like every community yeah. has somewhere that their food is coming from. And you said that I was known for corn. So I thought I knew ag. Yeah. Yes, I I can tell you about food. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I can. I'm really... But like, you don't know everything. No. Yeah. Because it, there's so much out there. And before I started with Farmer, I'm like, we all we... If I would tell you about the type of agriculture that I know, all you would eat is corn, soybeans, cattle, and pigs. Yeah. <laughs> but there's so much. And we visited... Like, when I visited that cotton and peanut farm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Those, those are awesome. And then Margie, my boss, has visited... Yeah. Like stories from the cranberry box. Oh, whoa, that's and, cool. Yeah, things you don't even think about, like vegetable farmers mm-hmm. are not in Iowa. Mm-hmm. They're in different parts of the country. And oh, grapes, wine, that's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's important part of agriculture. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's so much out there. And um, I love just looking on social media. That's the best thing mm-hmm. about technology these days is the ability to learn. Yeah. Um, so just searching... Hashtag grape growing yeah. or <laughs> cranberry bogs or yeah. um, different things like that. dairy. Yeah. Learning about those farmers. Speaking of like cool facts like that, like I didn't know until last year. It was, it was like a really weird context for it to come up. But like I was at um, Governor Roy Cooper's inauguration last January. It's January 2017. And somehow it came up like in his speech that like we're the number one producer in the state, like sweet potatoes. Which yeah. is like, like, or not in the state, sorry, in the country of like sweet potatoes, which like I never would have 
figure that. We like are the number one exporter in the United States of sweet potatoes, which is so random, but really cool. Like, I didn't know we had that yeah, much. Yeah, like I don't, I mean, besides tobacco, I honestly don't even know what North Carolina is like known for. Sweet potatoes, I guess. North Carolina has a lot of pigs too. Yeah. Like, oh, they're oh, true, true, a true, huge true. export of pork. Yeah. Um, But when you think of North Carolina, I think of the, the beaches and yeah, yeah, yeah. some mountains and it's like, oh, that's important. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. even to like when you were talking about Georgia, like the it was the peanuts and the, was it the peanuts and the cotton that was yeah. in Florida, right? Uh, sorry, in Georgia. In Georgia. I was in Georgia yesterday, actually. But oh. <laughs> yeah, no, like legit, I was in Georgia yesterday, and we like all you would see signs for were um, like the peaches. Like you would see oh, yeah. signs for the peaches, the peaches, peaches, and everybody knows about the peaches, but nobody would really think about like peanuts or like cotton that much, you know? And they also do onions. When I was down there, I they never talk- would have thought about that. And then we saw um, like a blackberry farm. Ooh, that sounds uh, fun. Where they planted, and then another the girl that I had visited, uh, they also raise honeybees. Oh, like honey's important. Yeah, I'm all thinking this about the fact that I don't even know like the methodology of growing a lot of these things. I'm like, oh, what does know. this plant grow on? Right. Like I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, can't think about like, right. like do cranberries, they grow on trees like trees or what? Cranberry they- bushes. I'm assuming. Yeah. Bushes? Yeah. It's like blackberry okay. bushes. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm just thinking about the fact yeah. that I'm like, I don't know anything about food and it's crazy. Okay. <laughs> like, here's another one that like threw me for a loop. I never thought of mushrooms. Oh, I actually know this because of the farmer's market, oh. which we, we should talk about farmer's markets as well. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But like at the farmer's market, they sell these like logs that if you like, Pour will like keep damp. Will like grow you shiitake mushrooms for oh. like twenty years. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, I want to get one really bad. That's me really too. Cool. Yeah, oh my like gosh, twenty years of mushrooms for twenty years. <laughs> oh heck yeah. yeah! And then you like just cut them off. Yeah, and they just yeah. like grow back from like the spots where the spores are. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that's how they are, like never... naturally grow, but like they at least can manufacture those, and that's crazy. That's awesome. That's no, so cool. I yeah, that was a farm, and I've seen pictures. I really want to go to a mushroom farm, but. I was told they have like a little knife on their finger mm-hmm. and they just go through and cut off Aww, the top. Yeah, and cute. just like, and that's how they get the mushrooms out of the, the trays that they grow them in. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Thought. It's food. Like, you amazing. wouldn't think about that. Yeah. Agriculture is amazing. That's why I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like going back to the farmer's market thing, like I really love the concept of farmer's market because like we had another guest on here that was talking about them and just kind of the idea was like you cut out the middleman in terms of like, like it's like what we were talking about earlier, like people don't really know what's in their food. And then there's this whole like debate about like GMOs and, you know, or being organic and stuff like that. But then when you have like the person that is literally growing your food, selling it to you, it, it kind of like takes out a lot of that fear, you know, it's Absolutely. just really cool. And just kind of pours the money like directly back into the people that are working on it the most instead of like big corporations and stuff like that. Yeah. I love having both like, Des Moines has an awesome farmer's market mm-hmm. and I live downtown. So walking down there and, and I buy you know, my, in the summer, a, a bag of sweet corn and then oh, yeah. that's my meal for the Aww. entire week. That's so fun. Um, but yeah. And, and then also when I think about those kind of things, when I look at the grocery store and I look at farmer's markets, both are helping farmers. Yeah. So absolutely. Like let's go to both, mm-hmm. but farmer's markets are awesome because yeah. you can talk Direct, you can't talk to a farmer at the grocery store. Yeah, for but sure. But you can at the farmer's market. Yeah. And we, those stories are amazing. We have like farmers, a farmer's market super close to campus, but then also like on campus, they do like a mini little farmer's market, more more in the spring usually mm-hmm. than this time of year. But like vendors will come out and sell stuff like in our, like we have an area called the Brickyard for people who aren't familiar. And it's just like this really big, um, 
like pavilion, I guess. Of it's made out of bricks. That's why it's called the brickyard. As you say, it just loves bricks. But <laughs> just like they have like these little stalls set up, which is makes it so much accessible, so much more accessible to students. And like yeah. the farmers market is on our bus line. Like you can take the bus to the farmers market, which is so That's cool. Right. And fresh food is good, mm-hmm. and it's delicious. Yeah. So and it's a lot more affordable than people realize. Like yeah. obviously, there's some yeah. like things like if you're exporting them, like pomegranates and things like that, that are gonna be a little bit more pricey. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the times it ends up in the long run if you buy like fresh fruit and vegetables and just use those for your meals, it ends up being a lot cheaper than just like eating out or like using meat or other like things like that. So I don't know. It's just a lot of things people don't realize. But I guess if you were to share like things like people like us who don't know anything about agriculture, like what would you say to them? Mm -hmm. I would say if you want to learn where your food comes from, there is people that want to share their story with Mm -hmm. you. And just like my friends who come from agriculture who are loving what they do and they want to be able to share that with people who support what they do. Yeah. Um, So the best way, honestly, I love social media. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I would think the best way to follow that is to find them on social media. And we can obviously find Farm Her like yeah. on the internet. So where are those platforms, I guess, that we can find you guys on? Yep. So number one website is farmher.com. Okay. And there you can sign up for our email list. Mm-hmm. You can look at our fabulous merchandise that uh, we offer. And then you can also find everything we're doing. Okay. Uh, for social media, we are on Instagram and Twitter at... Mm-hmm. Farm her one. Okay. The number one. Awesome. Yep. And, and then YouTube and Facebook were farm her. Perfect. And just to like wrap it all up, I guess, what would you say to the women out there who, you know, are in agro, like want to get into that field, but, you know, kind of don't have that support? What would you, what, what words would you have to say to them? There are great organizations and great people out there that will help you no matter what your interest is and what you want to do with your life and have the guts and the determination to find those people and make it happen. Awesome. And you guys are going to be, uh, is that that Tally where your event is going to be held? Yep. And if people, I know the tickets are sold out, but if people really, really want to go, uh, what's the best way, I guess, to get in contact with you guys? Send us a message on social media. Yep. Do that. You can meet this cool person, Lexi, in front of us and the other cool people that run Farm Her. There's a, some awesome people yeah (laughs) well thank you so much for coming in um it was great to have you and good luck with your event tomorrow thank you so much it's great to be in north carolina awesome you're listening to 88.1 wknc